the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. I hope you enjoyed the Garden Talk show. I didn't catch that much of it, so, but I guess I missed out on the Beatles. Did you want to do your Beatles thing, man? Oh, they were asking, uh, <laughs> how do you kill the Beatles? And I, and I was so close to just saying Yoko Ono on the air. It's so close. You should have, like they said. So, no, always always happy to follow those guys. Uh, they, they have some amazing advice when it comes to plants. I always ask them about my plants. They always look at me like I'm funny, so... I, I didn't understand that you, you're not supposed to put motor oil on plants, so it doesn't help. I'm kidding. Brenda's looking at me like, what the heck, man? <laughs> I, I'm kidding, kidding. So anyway, well, I hope you all jo- enjoyed Garden Talk, and we appreciate you joining us here for Auto Talk Radio. Um, this morning, I let Kevin go on vacation. I don't know why. I just did. Um, so, uh, But uh, Jeremy Floyd from Interstate Batteries is here joining me. Hey, thanks for joining me, Jeremy. Morning, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, um, as you folks know, uh, Interstate Batteries uh, is one of the sponsors of the show, Auto Talk Radio. And uh, I always talk about their product because they're one of the companies that, that uh, we align with. Number one, the quality of their product is amazing, um, along with uh, uh, the fact that uh, their company is amazing, too. So, And I've been friends with Ron uh, 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 for a long time now. So uh, uh, we always do... Uh, um, He's been nice enough to sponsor the show for years. Yeah. When we appreciate all the business, Brian, and it's always one of those things that we try and do is help uh, promote our dealers uh, here in San Diego as well, because that's one of the big, important part of our business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we're going to, this this show is all about batteries, but as uh, stated, give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about this morning. Uh but Jeremy actually has a, a lot of information or a lot of knowledge about other batteries too. But so he, you, you do a lot of different battery stuff for Interstate batteries. So he, he, he is a, a bucket of well or knowledge, and he, uh, um, we're going to talk about all kinds of things battery related today. And there's a lot of things when it comes to batteries. Like one of the things you were telling me about uh, uh, the, uh, we were just talking about the recycling of the batteries. And what were the batteries that you said that if they get mixed in with the lead acid is a problem? Correct. So right now in the automotive industry, there are some of the companies that are turning over to a lithium starting battery. If those get mixed in with the lead acid batteries during the recycling process, they actually explode when they run through the crusher. Correct. And, and, you know, something that I never thought about, but when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, yeah, because you cannot crush those batteries because the minute you do, they kind of turn into a bomb, right? Exactly. So, exactly, it's a big problem. So, I, I'm sh- and what did you say that it actually blows up the crushers, right? Correct. I'm running through that process. I wonder what a battery crusher costs if you're a recycler. That, that, that I would have no idea, but I'd imagine they're fairly expensive. I would say they're quite expensive. It's a piece of equipment that can that can mash a battery. So yeah. basically, what they do with the lead acid, and I didn't know this that when they recycle them. So something learn new I learned, but. So basically, the lead acid ones go through and they crush them. It breaks the case, and then everything gets separated out through this machine, so they can recycle them. The plastic goes one way, and the lead yep. goes one way, and obviously the acid drains out and goes. Correct. They might drain them before. I don't know. Do they drain them before they put uh, them in? They don't drain them before. Okay. So it all just runs through that entire process, and about ninety nine percent of that lead acid battery actually gets recycled. So there's very little waste. Perfect. So not going into the landfill, and that's important. And that's why. Um, Every time that uh, we sell a battery, we 
turn in a battery. So that's part of the recycling thing. Exactly. Interstate last year as a company, we actually recycled more batteries than we sold. Wow. So it's a big, big yeah. thing. Well, it's over and, a million pounds. Yeah. And another great example is um, of that, if you have a lead acid battery laying around, you can drop it off at any of our facilities and Interstate will pick it up from us. Um, so if you, we do not throw those away. Don't throw them in a dumpster. Don't, it's really bad for the environment. Whereas, you know, recycling them, like you said, 99% of it is recycled. It doesn't go back into the environment. It gets reused and, and built into a new battery, basically. Exactly. It's much better for the environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the interesting thing that you're talking about, the, so the batteries that, that, that blow up, you're, you were telling me that these starter batteries, um, they've designed them in the manufacturing. They look almost like a lead-acid battery. They're identical. The only way you can tell a difference is just because of weight. Lithium actually weighs about half of what a lead-acid battery That's does. A, mm-hmm. Other than that, you can't really tell a difference. That is true because I use them on my off-road motorcycles. We uh, now have been going to some lithium batteries that mm-hmm. they have for them, so, um, which is uh, uh, better in those because they sometimes end up on their side and everything else and upside down and – Yep, and you're, you're saving that weight as well with the same correct. space, and you tend to get a little bit more cranking power out of a lithium battery of the same size. Correct, correct. And they, they tend to last a little longer, too, don't they? They do, as, as long as you keep a good top charge on them and don't let them die. If they go too low a voltage, lithium batteries can go into what's called a sleep mode, Okay. And sometimes it can be hard to wake, wake the battery wake back, back up. up. Gotcha. Good information to know. Good information to know. Um so what are the manufacturers that are actually using the lithium batteries for the starter batteries? Are they more like higher end, like Mercedes and BMW or, or who who's doing it right now? So primarily right now, all I've been seeing them in is the Mercedes and actually Audis. Okay. So German cars CX basically cars. right now. And they, Correct. they tend, well, they've gone from the glass mat then to that because they always had, they, they've always been the ones that tend to do something different with batteries for a reason. Correct. And they've been in a lot of their newer vehicles as well, even with the glass mats, when you go to switch them out, sometimes those vehicles actually need to be reprogrammed back to the battery specs. Correct. Certain things don't function properly. That's exactly. So, yeah. And actually, more and more cars these days need to be programmed that a new battery has been installed. Otherwise, you you lose uh, function, functionality on several kinds of things or cars just don't run right sometimes. Too. Correct. Some of them won't even start back up. That's correct. That's, that's yeah. totally correct. Yeah. So replacing a battery is not like the 1970s where, where your dad ran down to the auto parts store nope. and got one and put it in a car anymore. Not there, at all. There's a lot of uh, do's and don'ts to it for sure. So, uh, um, But that's what we're going to be talking about this morning, batteries. And, and, and I don't know about you guys out there, but, but I'm glad Jeremy's joining me here because um, there's a lot of things about batteries. And, and you might just think, batteries you may not think about it much but there's a lot of things about them that i have no idea about either and i'm in the automotive industry dealing with this day in and day out so um like the lithium batteries that was a great talk this morning by the way so we'll continue on talking about that um and and other things you folks can give us a call here though with uh any automotive related questions at, at 888-344-1170 um so batteries, yeah, amazing. I, I always have a story about a battery. So one of the things that we do at the West Automotive Group, and uh, um, which is a great, is every time your vehicle comes in for service, uh, we run the interstate battery tester on it. And it, it goes through a process, and it checks to make sure that the, the car is actually charging somewhat. Uh, it's not, I mean, it doesn't go crazy in depth, but we go through these steps to see where the battery's at and how the charging system's doing and things like that. And we find a lot of batteries that f- fall sometimes in the replace mode. You know, they're like six, seven, eight. You know, we do see batteries that make it 10 years. Oh, yeah. Y- you know, as far as that goes. But um, your chance of a battery after uh, six or seven years up to the 10 year mark of failing becomes quite a bit higher, right? It does, especially as weather is changing. You know, you're going through your cold and your hot climates. It's typically when you're going to see that battery failure occur. One of the things that a lot of people will notice as well is if you see your car starting to crank a little bit slower, you know, mm-hmm. you can kind of hear it. Well, that's kind of a key point to go at that point in time to get your battery tested just to see where you're at. Correct. You are right. Uh, absolutely. On, uh, um, and I agree with you on the uh, uh, sp- seems like spring and fall when we get these extreme temperature swings from one one to the end. And usually I Correct. say 20, 25 degree uh, changes and, and definitely 
in this past uh, a week or so, I've noticed like it's cooler at night now and things like that. And and that's when batteries really take the hit, right? It most definitely is. That's when you're going to first start to notice that you may be having a battery issue. Correct. And also when it gets extremely hot too. Yep, Big exactly. swing. It doesn't matter because it, that's rough on a battery. Now you might say, well, here in Southern California, our batteries probably last longer than any place else. I mean, in, in places like the Midwest and that, that they get extreme drops in temperature the battery or Alaska, those batteries take a hard hit when it goes to cold time. Very correct. Well, it would be the same thing with places like Arizona. It's um, extremely or, hot. Exactly. Or even in our deserts here. Correct. You know, you're going to see batteries that aren't going to last as long in that environment either. They're so. just, they just don't like that, do they? Nope. They, they like the nice moderate temperatures just like we do. <laughs> They're like people. Yeah. 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 No, if you could keep your battery at 70 degrees all the time, it'd be a happy battery and last a very long time. Yeah. You probably get a lot longer life out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, once again, Jeremy, I do appreciate you joining me here this morning. And uh, God, there's so much information about batteries. I, I love this stuff. There, there's a lot of it out there, and you're going through so many different chemistries, and they all react differently uh, depending on the environment they're in. They do. So um, we've just been talking about automotive batteries. What? And, and I always talk about with Interstate uh, the fact that uh, they have a battery for every need. Um, one of the things that you deal with is is a lot of commercial batteries too, right? So I do all the way across the board. And so Interstate as a company, we literally do almost anything when it comes to batteries. We've got a full line of medical batteries. I deal a lot with city municipalities, the military. So really when you're looking for something, we're going to look at your application, you know, talk to you about it and find the right battery to cover that need so that you're going to have a, a good long life from the battery. Perfect. Well, and that's the main thing. So when you need something, you go to an expert, you know, yeah. as far as that goes. And you guys are the experts in batteries for, without question. So we were talking about hospitals and stuff like that. So like, like, uh, um, what, 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 what was the thing you were telling me has a battery in it? You were mentioned a couple of different batteries that the hospitals specifically use for equipment. So correct. So with us for hospitals, we deal with everything from, you know, some of your medical pumps through defibrillators. There's a lot of your newer beds and gurneys that have batteries in them. And so those are things that we'll provide to the hospitals as well, going in and meeting with their biomed technicians um, and just kind of seeing what that battery needs like and how we can help service them to where they can keep that equipment up and running. i got to be honest with you. If I'm in the hospital and I need some of that equipment used on me, I want the battery to work. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's extremely important. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way more aggravating if that battery doesn't work versus my car just not starting. Exactly. Because <laughs> then you might not start. <laughs> yeah, that we don't want that. <laughs> no. That'd, that that'd be a terrible thing. So, but very interesting stuff, and and that goes to cover the thing that I always say uh, when I'm talking about you guys that you have a battery for every need, and and it's not just any battery. And a prime example about that is we were me and Kevin were talking to a gentleman uh, just the other day uh, um, that had a hybrid vehicle, and he says, "Well, I took a battery from this and I put in that, and 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 we're all whoa 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 wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you cannot even starter batteries on these cars are so specific." that the wrong battery as a starter battery will throw these cars off and they have issues. That's very correct. There's a lot of them that uh, that we don't even carry. There's a lot that are dealer-specific because the way that battery is set up with temperature sensors and things like that. You go and just throw something else in there, you could really damage your vehicle. It, it, exactly. And like anything else, you know, all these vehicles have a ton of modules on them. Uh, so... There's so many things that could go wrong. So many things that could go wrong with the wrong battery or reverse polarity. But we're going to get into that a little bit more here shortly and things we've seen with batteries installed on cars that uh, that we get to see all the time. Uh, We're going to have to take our first break here real quick. Give us a call. 1-888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after this message. more auto talk education and empowerment on the way here on auto talk radio get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock 
All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Sorry, I couldn't hear myself very well. What are you, Brendan? What are you doing over there? I'm, I'm waking up still. He's flicking switches and turning dials. That's what he does inside the room. There, he'll also answer your call if you call. So one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We don't want him falling asleep, so y'all better call in. Otherwise, he'll be over there snoozing on the keyboard. So. And, and I, I don't want to have to tell his boss that he's slobbering on the keyboard over there taking a nap. That would be bad. Jeremy Floyd from Interstate Batteries is here joining me. Hey, Jeremy. Thanks for joining me again this morning. Appreciate you having me on, Brian. Hey, man. I'm good, glad. We've had some interesting conversations already this morning. So uh, good good stuff always. Good stuff always. All right, folks. 888-344-1170. We're going to continue on talking about uh, batteries and, and stuff. One of the things I was talking about is how we test um, batteries. Oh, and also we want to uh, welcome everybody from that listens to K Praise. I know uh, I, I forgot to mention that before we uh, went went to break. Um, and Brandon yelled at me, so I'm going to say it now. You know, we appreciate everybody on the answer and San Diego and K Praise of tuning in on Saturday morning because we're here to uh, um, um, for your listening pleasure for sure. And like I said, give us a call eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um. So one of the things we were talking about is how we test batteries and that when your vehicle comes in. And there's a prime reason for that. And actually, one of my managers that's been with me for 12 years, he can attest to why this is so important. Um, he 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 was ha- had his wife's car in, getting it serviced, and they like test the battery. Battery comes back marginal. And he thought, ah, it'll make it to another oil change. And a point to that is... Yes, it possibly will. Um, and we always tell people when tests like it comes back marginal. That doesn't mean your car is not going to start tomorrow. Correct. But it does mean that if this battery gets a hard hit to it, such as a warmer, it's highly likely it could fail on you at that point, right? That's very true. And it could be something where it's, you know, hey, you get another two weeks out of it. It could be you get another six months out of it. But you just never know. You never know. That's exactly right. And that's why we test them every time they come in. So he's like, oh, I'll wait till the next oil change. So him and his wife go to a wedding. It's out in the middle of nowhere, right? It's actually, they had to park in like a vineyard and it's at a thing. Um, they go to the wedding, they come back out, they get, they're going to the reception of someplace else. Battery's dead. Now, we, we align ourselves with AAA also. They're an amazing company. So he calls AAA, but the problem is they're so far out. It's an hour and a half for a AAA, a battery truck or, or, or tow truck to get there to give him a jump start. Yep. His wife let him have it, man. For like, geez, I'll, I'll never live this down. I'll never live this down. So he could attest to how port important it is when you test a battery and it's in not the greatest shape to replace it. That way you don't get stuck. Most definitely. That way you're not stranded out in the cold or out in the heat because you never know how long it's going to take, like you said, for one of those tow vehicles to get out to you. That is so true. Me and Kevin talk about this all the time and just it, it, it and it's usually a very inconvenient time that it happens. You're jumping in the car, you're taking the kids to school, you're getting ready, you got to be at a important meeting at work or whatever it is, and boom. Yep, that's just Murphy's Law. It is Murphy's Law. Yeah. So so we have tried to prevent a lot of that along with Interstate. You guys came out with the testers. Uh, um, you know, we have uh, one in every facility minimum. The Escondido store, I think we have three of them because there's so many technicians there. Um, but every time a vehicle's in for service, we run the little battery test on it. Just to give the client an idea of where their battery's at. Yeah, give them some peace of mind. You know, be able to show them a printout and say, hey, you know, kind of here's where you are with regards to your battery. It's, you know, good, bad, marginal. Correct. What have you. And that way they can make an informed decision for themselves. That's a perfect. And I I, informed or I often say educated decision on what you'd like to do. Exactly. Yeah. And that way, when your battery dies on you, another good reason we do that also is just like you said, so folks know and they can prevent failure of that. But also so they know that uh, we're keeping a good eye on their stuff for them and, and letting them know, hey, this 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 could happen. And it's a lot easier um, to have the battery replaced while the car's in, be in service than get stuck and have to call. And you might have to buy a battery from the battery truck if you do it that way. Or you got to get towed in or you get jump started and drive the vehicle in. It's a big inconvenience in the middle no matter when it happens, even even if you don't have to be somewhere. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's something you just don't want to have to go through if you don't if you don't need to. Exactly. Uh, let's grab uh, Rick in Mission Valley real quick. Good morning, Rick. Yeah. Okay. What's happening, Rick? Hey, hey I'm, I'm a customer of yours. Um, you've been working on my Nissan and my Fiesta. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I bought a brand new Lexus. 
And my question is, I want to I want to keep it as long as possible, and I don't buy into this fifty or sixty thousand miles between transmission fluid changes. Me neither. So I, my question to you is, if you want to keep that transmission pristine and keep that vehicle for a you know, I, I'm hoping this is the last one we have to buy. Gotcha. Maybe that's wishful thinking, but. How often should I bring it in and have you guys change the fluid? You know what? That is a a great question, um, Rick. And so what I do with all my vehicles and what we recommend to our clients is um, every 18 to 20,000 miles. If you service the trans every 18 to 20,000 miles, it keeps it. It's the best thing you can do for it, and it helps get the longevity out of it. That's the answer I was looking for, and that sounds good to me because this 50, 60,000 mile business sounds to me like you're going to fly your transmission. Well, and it's and here's the problem with that, and we talk about it all the time. Uh, transmission is a hydraulic unit, electronic hydraulic unit, and it uh, sub, the fluid suspends contaminants in it, runs it through, and if it gets dirty enough. It's kind of like running sandpaper, liquid sandpaper through it. It wears the valve body. It can wear the solenoids. It wear, eats the seals up. So uh, besides that, and it absorbs moisture also. So the best thing to do with it is, like I said, eighteen to 20,000 miles. Uh, and, and I tell this all the time. It's not the manufacturer's recommendation, but it's like buying insurance. It's the best thing you can do to keep that unit in good working order. And that's why we strongly recommend to service it then. That's, that's, thank you, Brian. That's exactly what I was looking for. And, uh, you know, my wife doesn't drive it that much, but I'm going to be bringing it in. So You got it. Hey, we can, got it, so well, hey, be a while. thanks for being a client and uh, thanks for the call. And, and, and enjoy that new car, man. I know new cars are amazing. The smell of them is, is great and driving them. And, boy, the technology has come a long way. So what, what a nice car to buy. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, I got I to gotta adjust the load on my truck here. You guys take care. You too. Take care now. Thanks for calling. Be safe, Rick. Yep. Bye-bye. So really, really great uh, question as far as uh, uh, that goes with servicing the transmission on a vehicle and, and taking care of them. And, and, and the manufacturers on a lot of things these days have extended. And, and if you've never been part of the show, weren't listening, the reason that they do is is so they can show when you go to buy the car the cost of of maintaining the cars extremely low. That's, exactly. That's why we've changed all that. That doesn't mean, and, and they know that the car will be out of warranty before there's any issues with those in, those things. So, yes, your transmission will make it over 60,000 miles without servicing it. The problem is, is that what happens after that? Well, or what, what happens during that time frame as well. <laughs> well, the wear these? to it, yes. But, but I mean, what the failure that happens after, it's out of warranty. Now it's out of your pocket, and you have to deal with that. So... Uh, one of those things, best to service, uh, keep, keep especially fluids. I, I'm big on that. Keep fluid service properly on a vehicle. And in doing so, uh, you will surely extend the life of the components on, on a vehicle. So great question about the transmission though. And appreciate, uh, um, um, Rick tuning in and listening and, uh, and everybody that listens. So, uh, let's talk some more about batteries for sure. Um, because there is a ton of stuff, uh, that well, you, you know, and, and, and on average, they talk about like car batteries, lead acid batteries, like five years is really what they is the expectancy of a battery. Right. And that's, a, a that's about acid. the industry average right now, somewhere in that three to five year range, depending on how the vehicle is driven um, and how that battery is used as well. Well, exactly. And the extremes that it's put through, obviously, with the battery and the temperatures and all that. Um a, a question though, quality of batteries because there there I there's a lot of batteries out there, and we use interstate batteries for specific. We don't stock or sell anything else, which you'll hear me say on the show all the time, or or in, you know even when I'm doing auto man segments on the CW, um and and Fox Five, but uh, what's the difference in quality? Tell us a couple things inside of a battery that that will make the difference in quality. Correct. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of different things that come along with that. And so you're always going to see different battery brands across the 
board are always going to have a good, better, kind of a best offering. Correct. And when you're looking at those things, your lower quality batteries actually just have, it's more of a thinner plate uh, that's in that battery. So you don't get as much energy storage internally in the battery. So that's where you get a lot of that longevity from as well. The thicker the plate in the battery, a lot of mm-hmm. times, that's when you're going to get that battery that's going to hold up more. You get more power out of it, and it's a more robust battery. So if you take the same group number of battery from a lower quality one to a higher quality one, the higher quality one will actually weigh more. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, that's what that's uh, how we've done it before. We weighed batteries of, of the same group. Not mm-hmm. not it has to be the same group because there are yeah, some same small size. batteries. Yeah, some correct. Yeah, we don't we don't want to uh, uh, do that because it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a proper way to do it. But uh, um, the same group and yeah, you can definitely tell the difference by the weight when we're dealing with lead acid is what we're talking about uh, by the weight of the battery. Um, and we've talked about it a lot, a lot, but you're right. And doesn't, as a battery wears, the plates actually uh, start to dissolve, don't they, and fall, can fall to the bottom of the battery? Correct, internally in the battery. And that's Correct. where, so in, in some of that older technology is where you would start to get battery failure as well, because you get some of that sulfation in the bottom of the battery. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you, they used to have a lot of the desulfations on, or desulfating modes on the chargers uh-huh. to try and help get that battery, warm it up a little bit, and it would kind of help that sulfation fall off. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, sulfating a bunch inside there can actually cause the plates to short out eventually, right? It can as well if they do start to connect internally, and that can cause some cell failure. Which you might lose a cell in a battery. And exactly. Then, yeah. Once you lose a cell, then it's pretty much done. It's Because you lost 2.2 <laughs> volts, and it's not going to Cars don't start that way, do they, at no, all? No. not at all. But Well, and you also lose a, uh, the... the uh, um, what the amp the uh, yeah you're not amps you, for the, to start the car correct you're yeah. not going to have your cranking amperage because correct. the, the voltage is no for. longer there exactly because the voltage is dropped off so therefore the car is not going to crank over it's not going to do a whole lot um yep. uh, I I I always like when people uh, like well it can't be the battery because um the radio comes on and all that <laughs> that takes a lot less voltage and amperage than it does to actually try to start the car exactly so it's, i mean that's you can have a battery so like we sell a lot of deep cycle batteries well those aren't really geared toward a cranking application correct so it could be a similar size battery it may have cranking amps there but it's not really geared to that application, but it will still run your radio for two hours. It just won't turn your car over. That's more of a storage battery then, right? Deep cycle is more of a store voltage and amperage for a long period of time. Correct. Correct. That's more what they're geared toward versus the cranking amps. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, folks, one 344 We're going to have to take our last break here real quick. Uh, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Before we get going here real quick, and uh, guys, hang on, I I will definitely uh, get your questions answered. Uh, as I said, uh, Jeremy Floyd from Interstate Batteries here with me this morning. Appreciate you joining me. Morning, Brian. Good to be here. Well, happy to. Yeah, I, always, I always say every day I, I wake up and stand up is a good start to a day, right? That is very true. <laughs> so good stuff. Um, I do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which uh, consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified uh, for 28 years now. So quite quite a quite a while. So uh, and um, West Elkhorn Automotive and Transmission out at eight forty four North Johnson, taking care of folks out there in East County. AAA approved and smog certified uh, for going close to. We're heading up to eight years now. So, um, Brennan, how old were you eight years ago? I would have been seventeen. <laughs> so, well, you know, it is what it is. So I started that when you were graduating. 
Well, technically, my birthday's next month, so I guess uh, oh. 16 instead. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Well, happy birthday if I forget. So, <laughs> anyway, West Kearney Mace Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego there. AAA approved and smog certified for four years. And then, of course, our newest location, uh, heading up on, it'll be two years coming up here soon, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, right in uh, Golden Triangle, 5726 Miramar Road, Neastgate Mall. Uh, AAA approved and star certified for smog. All of us, the West Automotive Group, come together, me, myself, my, and my employees, to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason, and that is we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people, very important to us. Uh, stop in to have your vehicle service repair and to find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group also is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Uh, stop in. Get one of our cards. These times, you never know when it's nice to spread a repair out uh, that you don't have to pay interest on, and you can pay for it over six months. There is no interest. takes a little weight off of you, uh, especially in some of these trying times. We know everybody's going through a little bit of diff- difficult times with uh, the whole pandemic this year and everything else. So we're here for you in these times, and uh, we're happy to help you out in any way we can. Uh, also, take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem, Get into one of our locations so our transmission experts can diagnose it properly so you don't end up doing a repair or a replacement of something that costs you a lot of money. It doesn't fix your problem because we do see this. We also see vehicles come in that's been recommended to replace the transmission, and it's not in the transmission. It's not transmission-related, or it's external, something that can be repaired transmission-wise. So get into us, and we'll get you taken care of. Just uh, check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That is westautomotivegroup.com. From there also, you can click on the uh, Auto Talk Radio. All the podcasts are there. And you can also uh, check out the Auto Man segments, uh, my YouTube channel, where all of the segments from the CW and Fox 5 News are uh, posted there. So that's westautomotivegroup.com. And cruise around through there. You can make appointments, etc. And uh, we're happy to help you out any way we can. You can also email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So give us a call this morning, though, at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we're happy to talk to you about. Uh, let's grab Al real quick. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Brian. How are you today, my friend? Uh, doing good, thanks. Was, uh, fascinating listening to you guys. And uh, I wanted to ask Jeremy, uh, I've had good success with diehard batteries, and they use a test cycle um, it loads the battery about three or four times and then lets it recover and then measures the output voltage. And I just wonder if he knew what that, that uh, test cycle was, how long it loads the battery and for how long and, how, and what the wait time is. Well, so when they're, when they're loading the battery up like that and they're actually looking for that voltage recovery, the biggest reason they're doing that is to see where that battery is in its lifespan. And just about anybody will do that uh, as an automotive test is to put a load test on a battery. Yeah, back in the old days, we used to use a carbon pile tester. We don't use those anymore. We do it a different way now. Correct. And there's still, well, so we still do use a carbon pile tester oh, in interstate batteries on occasion. Uh, we do typically stick to the more of the electronic tester uh, at this point. But there are sometimes a battery will come back marginal. So we will go ahead and do a load test just to see how that battery does recover voltage-wise. There we go. Okay. Is it, is it just a, a certain time that they load the battery and then a wait time in between? No, not really a wait time in between. You're actually really going to see that voltage is going to bounce back almost immediately if that battery is still functioning the way it should. Okay. Um, how, do, how do the uh, um, interstate batteries compare to the diehards? You know what? Interstate batteries actually preferred, uh, I think right now it's uh, out of every five automotive technicians, they prefer interstate batteries four to one. Yep, that's not a lie, and 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 I don't think diehard exists anymore because uh, Sears went away. Well, so there's there's somebody that's actually kind of trying to bring that brand name back right Are now. They I really? actually heard that a couple of weeks ago. Huh? Interesting. See, another thing I learned about batteries I didn't know. But Al, what I will tell you is, uh, uh, all the years of uh, being an automotive technician, thirty two years, and a master tech. I wouldn't use any other battery in my vehicle, so um, they are definitely the highest quality batteries out there, and that's what I love about them, and they stand behind their product. So, interstate and everything I own. Okay. Can I ask you a couple more questions, and I'll let you go? Sure. Shoot. Um, uh, you mentioned the, the lifespan of the batteries, about five years. Uh, I have a number of vehicles I don't drive regularly, so I pull the battery out and just put it in the garage and put it on a charger once in a while. 
uh, does that extend the life of the battery? Well, it's going to keep that battery from dying out. Uh, it's one thing that a battery does not like to do is just sit and not be used. Um, and so what you're doing there, pulling it out, putting on a trickle charger in your garage, will keep that battery alive versus it just sitting there not on a charger or sitting in a vehicle with a low drain that's going to end up eventually killing that battery. Yeah, running running those batteries down uh, to almost nothing uh, shortens the life on them extremely. Most definitely. And sometimes they can't be recovered if that voltage drops too low. Correct. Okay. Uh, last question I wanted to ask is how they recycle the nickel metal hydride batteries from hybrid vehicles. You know what? That I'm not 100% sure on that entire recycling process as far as the nickel metal hydride goes. I know there is a breakdown where they do need to pull that uh, the chemistry portion of the battery out. But as far as the process, it's not something I'm 100% familiar with. Does uh, Interstate carry those nickel metal hydride, or do you have to go back to the dealer? Uh, no, so we carry nickel metal hydride batteries, but not for the actual hybrid vehicles. Uh, that's something that would be more of a, a dealer specialty where you'd have to go to them, or there are some other companies out there that can do rebuilds on those, but it's not something that Interstate Battery does. Okay, that's great. I yeah, appreciate all your advice. It's fascinating listening to you. Yes, sir. Hey, Al, thanks for tuning in as always, and uh, thanks for being a listener. Thanks, Brian. You take care. Now, have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank you, you too. Okay, bye-bye. So, great questions from Al. Batteries. Those nickel-metal hydrid batteries, um, when hybrids... we all, I have hybrid-certified guys, and we replace a lot of batteries when it comes to those from the manufacturer. And one of the things these days the manufacturers have learned that you have to be certified to get those batteries from. So like when I buy them from Toyota or we do whatever, uh, they know that we're certified in can do. And we also, one of the things that the West Automotive Group uh, have all the factory scan equipments because it's extremely important when working on the laptops that we use, uh, like the Toyota TechStream and that uh, um, IDS for Ford when dealing with hybrids, you know, all the GM stuff and, and the different manufacturers that we deal with all the hybrids because that is a whole nother science there. Oh, it is a whole nother ballpark. And it's it's such high voltage that you're dealing with as well. So not knowing what you're doing with one of those hybrid batteries could be very dangerous. Well, you can get killed. That's for sure. Yeah. We we wear special gloves and disconnecting and all that stuff when you're getting set up to to work on those. But uh, one of the. Yeah, exactly. Staying (laughs) can be a dangerous thing. But also uh, we went down the road initially about trying to save money for folks and 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 people refurbishing those batteries and mm-hmm. it never works out so in and and the way i got was uh um we had purchased a, a refurbished battery for a prius and it was it was a good cost versus a factory one the problem that we had with that was i hadn't taken in and out of the car six times during the warranty period well by the time i get done i'm like well oh, this is in the customers upset their cars down all i can tell you this is don't shortcut if you own a hybrid and you have to replace the battery one of those things you have to do if it's diagnosed properly and it needs to be replaced. Um, that is the hybrid battery I'm talking about, not just the start battery. And uh, um, make sure it's done by somebody qualified and with a quality component. No question about it because, number one, they're not just like a little battery. Getting them in and out is is, is a job. A Prius, it's underneath the back seat. It's a lot of work. Um, so, And other ones have them in other places that sometimes are five, six, seven hours to replace Prius is like three and a half hours to replace one. Um, so very important to just make sure things are done right and talk about expensive. So, you know, some of these batteries run thirty five hundred, four thousand dollars for those nickel hydrates that you're talking. We're talking about. So that is very correct. And just like any other battery as well. So once you get a battery failure, say it's just one or two cells in that hybrid battery and they try to refurbish it, they replace one or two cells. That's what they well, do, too, when they refurbish those. Correct. And a lot of those other cells, well, they're the same age, so they're not going to be very far behind the ones that are getting replaced. So Co- Correct. And so where it's different from the because the, I, I, I don't want to go off wrong here because a lot of the like Toyota's batteries those aren't brand new those nickel but what they do is they replace all the cells in them they use all the electronics that are in this battery but they replace the important parts and and the places that you can get some of those other refurbished ones you're right they test the cells and they just replace the ones that are bad and it never seems to work out so well. Correct. It won't, it won't have the longevity. So if you're replacing Correct. every cell and just reusing the old components, well, you're, you're going to get a solid battery back. Correct. Correct. And that's what they do for sure. So much information on batteries. 
Uh, and, and then one of the things that you did mention about hybrids, the starter batteries, which you carry some of them. Some of you guys don't just because they're so specific to one application that the manufacturers built them for. It's kind of crazy, huh? Correct. So there's there's a few, especially with with Toyota. There's some that are actually dealer specific that we don't have access to because they actually have, there's actually a, a plug in the battery where the vehicle actually monitors the status of the battery as far as voltage, temperature, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's proprietary technology to Toyota. Gotcha. So, and, and, and there's very... Same thing with aftermarket parts for some things. There's there that battery can only be used for that specific model, etc. So it's kind of hard to make those. You won't sell that many of them. It's not cost effective to make 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 one for it. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense for sure. So let's see what else do we got to talk about? So this is one of those things that I can keep talking about for forever. Um, what are some of the best precautions? Uh, to uh, uh, extend your battery life, uh, to preserve the battery life on a vehicle, uh, if you were going to talk to a, um, a vehicle owner. Well, especially one of the things right now is going through the pandemic currently, a lot of people aren't driving as much, so their vehicles Good are point. just sitting there. And having that battery just sit there, well, a battery on its own will lose 3 to 4% of its charge per month. But then you've also got a small drain from the vehicle as well. So if you're not keeping a charge on that, you could end up killing the life of your battery. So that, that's a good point. Yeah, not not to jump in there, but uh, um, a lot of cars are sitting. So, like, I have a car that sits quite a bit. I have a tender on it plugged mm-hmm. in in the garage, and and these little tenders aren't that expensive, and they come on when the voltage drops a certain end, and they go off. Unlike a battery charger you put on that stay could stay on. The, they monitor the voltage level, right? You guys sell Correct. those too. We do. Yep. So the the battery tenders. I mean, that's a great thing to have. They're fully auto on, auto off. And that would be a great investment for somebody that uh, is just has a vehicle that doesn't get driven often. Correct. And, and like you said, right now through this, we've been seeing a lot of that and a lot of sitting in all newer cars drain a battery because there's all kinds of electronics in a, in a vehicle that although go to sleep still require a, a bit of voltage. That is correct. So the computer in the vehicle always requires some kind of voltage to keep that memory alive so that it remembers the functions that the vehicle needs to operate. Correct. Correct. So um, we are seeing, and I know I was talking to AAA, my AAA rep, and they've been doing a lot of battery run stuff with all this because like you said, there's some people that just aren't driving at all hardly. Yeah. I mean, you've got a vehicle that sits for an entire month. Well, that's going to drain that battery down to the point where it may not be saveable. You know, it just depends on the vehicle. You know, talking about the tender, a lot of people, maybe you have a vehicle in storage somewhere where you don't have access to power to plug in a tender. They do actually have very small, like a five watt solar panels now as well, that you could stick in the window of the vehicle, hook that up to your battery. It's going to deliver about a half a volt and that's enough to keep that battery alive. I've seen those before. Do you guys sell those? We do carry those. I'm going to get one of those from you. Yeah. I, I, I have a great idea for that. Um, so I do have a vehicle that, uh, I park at a friend's house and it's a larger vehicle. So, but the problem that I had with that is, is I, every now and then go to use it like two or three months. And, and like the last time I went, the landscapers kicked the cord out that was plugged in. So the battery was dead, dead. because the tender was shut off to yeah. the electricity. So I mean, maybe I should try one of those. Cause uh, that way there's no cord going to it. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to, don't have to worry about it. Just let it sit there. And the same thing, it's fully automatic. Auto on, auto off. So once that battery gets to a voltage level, it'll stop producing power to it. Basically, it's a solar um, solar power, tender. Ba- battery tender. Yep. Very cool. I like that idea. There go- I, I I don't know why I didn't. Uh, I've seen those before. I don't know why I didn't come up with that. I have to get one of those for you. Do you know what? You know, do you have all different lines of them or just one? Oh no, we do. So we've got them everywhere from a, uh, I think it's a five watt up to a fifteen watt. So uh-huh. just depending on application you want to put it on, maybe you got an RV in storage with some of your larger deep cycles for the house batteries. Mm-hmm. Then you use the larger fifteen watt, but automotive just be the smaller five watt. Nice, nice. Do you have an idea about what those cost? If not, it's okay. I was just curious. You know, I think the smaller one is in the seventy dollar range. The larger fifteen, I think, is in the one sixty range. What a great deal. Yeah. What a great deal. And they probably last a long time, right? Oh, I'm they gonna, do. Yeah. I mean, it's the apparatus. I believe they all come with a five-year warranty. Oh, amazing. Very cool. All right. Well, um, a good thought and a great way to go to keep your battery charged up if, you, like you said, you don't have access to a power or anything like that, or you don't want the landscaper kicking the cord out. 
Exactly. So. <laughs> that way you're always up you're and running. Always up and running. Because like we were discussing, running that battery down to nothing is the hardest thing on that battery. You can only do that so many times in the even even a battery that's fairly new and it's going to die on you, right? Correct. Yeah, a battery only has so many cycles, and the deeper you discharge the battery, the more it affects the battery. Correct. Correct. The only batteries that are that that don't mind that so much are deep cycle, right? They, so the, they can go way down and come way back up, right? So they they still can, but if you're discharging a battery down to an eighty percent depth of discharge, and say you're going to get two hundred cycles out of it, mm-hmm. if you do the same battery, if you discharge it to fifty percent depth of discharge, you're going to double that cycle life to four hundred. Awesome. So oh, there you go. Okay. Good point. Good yeah. point. No matter what, doing that extreme up and down uh, is what wears a battery. So, it does. It shortens the battery's life. So you, And so with lead acid, we always want to keep them at least like 80% and higher. If you do that, that's where you keep the life. Yeah, kind of your 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 sweet point is not letting it go below 50% depth of discharge. And that's okay. that's what's going to get you that best cycle life. Perfect. So if you're not driving, buy yourself a tender or a solar tender. That's the point. Keep that battery charged. And they could. And so if you if you want to get one of those yourself, obviously, you could you could make an appointment with us and we can get you one through interstate or you can check out uh, one of uh, their uh, storefronts because you guys have a storefront at 9345 Cabot Drive right in Miramar down the road here. Right. That is That's your main main office and all that. Uh, and they have a nice storefront there and also in La Mesa at 70th and University. So correct. 7032 University Avenue in La Mesa. Yeah. And so you guys carry uh, um, um, those at those stores, too. I presume they can get them or they'll bring them out to them or whatever. They are available at both stores. So right now we're actually servicing people from an exterior counter, Mm -hmm. uh, but they can come up and ask for any product they'd like to see. And uh, any one of our associates would be happy to bring it out to them. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Because of COVID. I know. We have all those stipulations in place that uh, uh, the West Automotive Group only one or two people in the lobby at a time, stay six feet apart, clean the keys, wiping things down. So great. I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing that. And I'm sure everybody's wearing a mask also. Exactly. Same thing in our stores. If you come in, uh, we request that you uh, uh, do wear a mask and uh, um, that you, um, you will see all my employees are wearing masks dealing with you. We're doing our part to try to follow the rules here and keep everybody safe, which is important. Very true. So good, good stuff. Good stuff. Let's see here. Well, I got a couple other things to talk about the batteries. We talked about uh, testing and and uh, what we should do. Um, so, kind of to Al's point, you know, and and, and for an example, a hundred percent state of charge is specific gravity about one point two six five, right? Correct. Okay. Um, and uh, the voltage is about twelve point seven volts. Um, yeah, give me twelve point seven of that twelve point nine range. Correct, and that is a fully charged battery. I mean, that's 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 a hundred percent. It does start to drop down as 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 you get lower. So, um, you know, it's uh, that's how we keep an eye on batteries. Now, we don't really check specific gravity anymore. Batteries, most batteries aren't accessible for for uh, checking for just in the field. For a lot of batteries, aren't uh, even though they're vented, they don't have removable caps. So a lot of them don't now because they're trying to go toward more of a maintenance-free battery uh, with the newer caps. So there's not as much off-gassing in those batteries as they're going through their charge process or being used. So not as much of a need to have a battery that you need to try and maintain. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which which is important for a lot of applications, too. I mean, we have a lot of cars now that, like, the battery sometimes installed underneath the seat in the passenger compartment and they got special little vents on them to vent out for anything that does vent out of them, even though they're low, you would not want that battery venting into the passenger compartment, right? No, not at all. And that, that, that's exactly why they're designed that way with the newer caps. And so you can vent it out toward the exterior of the vehicle. I mean, they're under seats now they're in trunks, all kinds of places. And as we were talking about uh, uh, a lot of vehicles now, the Ger- German car manufacturer started at first, the glass mat batteries, the AGMs, right? Correct, going to the AGMs. And you're starting to see that a lot more industry-wide now, um, even your American manufacturers. So in the, the newer Ford vehicle that I have does have an AGM battery in it. Mm-hmm. Those batteries are just a little bit more robust as far as handling all of the newer electronic load. There's a lot of vehicles that have that start-stop feature now, and the AGM battery is just going to hold up better in that application. Yeah, the one annoying feature that I don't like on new cars for me. I, yeah, the start I just, stop. I yeah, turn it off. All I turn the time. it off. They, if I'm getting one to drive it, that's the first thing I do is just turn it off. I I do not like that on a vehicle. Um, but some people do, and they I 
they say it saves gas and emissions and all that. I don't know. I think it's rough on the starter if you want my personal opinion. Yeah, that's the other part that I would wonder is how hard is it on the other components? You know, right. the engine, the starter. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, especially if you do a lot of city driving and you're coming to a stop all the time. It's a lot of stop, a lot of stopping and starting as far as that goes. So, yep. you imagine a hundred times a day start and stop. Well, you know what? Leave that on. We install starter motors on those cars. So when they break, come see us at the West Automotive Group. I'm happy to help you out. But they, it will definitely wear that starter for sure. That's a lot of work on it. Uh, um, but uh, there is a reason manufacturers do it. So it is what it is. But, yeah, the glass mat batteries uh, are, are definitely uh, – uh, we're seeing a lot more of so yeah it's definitely kind of becoming an industry trend uh, across the board and i think probably within a couple of years you're going to see a lot of your regular uh, maintainable flooded batteries go away and it's really going to start being more commonplace for agms to be in just about every vehicle makes sense to me makes sense to me all right folks we have we're winding down we got like uh just over a minute and a half left here of the show uh jeremy i totally appreciate you joining me today yep, i appreciate you having me on brian it's been a pleasure talking to you about batteries and uh um as you know like I said before, uh, um, interstate batteries are definitely the highest quality batteries out there at the West Automotive Group. We do not stock nor sell anything else. So um, just important uh, um, stuff to know. If you need a battery, go to especially automotive vehicle related battery, truck related, go to westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment or call one of our locations. We'll get you in and uh, we'll get you a battery installed, an interstate battery, the best way to go. So, uh, San Diego and everybody else out there uh, listening, I truly appreciate you joining us. Uh, everybody, please keep the rubber side down and uh, shiny side up and uh, be safe. Have a great weekend, and uh, we will see you next Saturday. Jeremy, thank you once again. Thanks again, Brian. Have a wonderful weekend. San Diego and everybody, take care. This has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer and Caden Praise. Answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com and click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.